Welcome to the 16th ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Kilburn, and today, I know we already have an episode called The Draft Episode, but this is basically like it. It's going to be a different title, but this is all about the NBA Draft. Now that the Wizards have hired their coach, free agency doesn't start until, I believe, August 2nd, and the fact that trades won't happen probably, or at least big trades, will happen until probably right around that free agency mark a little after. So and there, we really have this block of time from now till July 29th, the NBA draft day, to just talk about the draft. And I am excited for it. We are trying to hit 210 views by August 10th. We are currently at 169. We've kind of been slowing down recently. So keep viewing episodes if you haven't watched. Um, if you like any episodes, you can just watch them again. Um, hope you guys enjoyed my last episode. It was really a big episode with the Weston Club Junior hiring. But I think, honestly, I'm just so excited to go what we're going to go over today. I haven't even said it yet. Um, we're going to be going over uh, what I like about Moses Moody and how he compares to James Booknight. We're going to be going over Yusman Garuba and how he can be a boomer bust player. And then we're also going to go over Alperen Sengen, uh, kind of his, kind of what people are thinking of him or what I think of him as a, a center that the Wizards could possibly draft this year. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, and view. Again, we're trying to hit that 210 mark by August 10th, and we can do it. So, again, and I'll say this a lot today. Subscribe, follow, share, view. Let's get into it. So, the Wizards I have in my two first in my first two mock drafts, and by the way, we will have more mock drafts coming soon. Like two mock drafts coming in the next couple episodes, but I think that you know, let's just get into it. So Moody is Moses Moody. He is a very interesting player, is how I'll say it. I real what I like about him over Book Knight is that I think he's a slightly better defender and is more aggressive than Book Knight. I feel like Book Knight takes a lot of his energy on scoring. He's more of a timid basketball player. While well, I feel like Moody's always in the trunk, trying to fight for those rebounds at his 6'6 height. He's a really good height. He could bring some forward depth for the Wizards if they uh, don't want to have – because he's obviously not going to start with the two guards. And if they don't want to play him as backup guard, they can run him as backup forward depending on the day. He's also extremely uh, better when you look at efficiency, uh, 42 uh, – 42, 35, almost 36, and 81 uh, shooting splits. And a few, uh, field goal, he's almost at 43%. And a three-point, he's really close to 36%. So he shoots very efficient, which is what I want from him. Sorry, my mouth is struggling today. But it's kind of what you want from him. And the fact that he could score that well at almost 17 points per game, while still being a decent defender and playing aggressive on the court and being able to shoot that efficient in the process. That's what I really like about him. But the reason why Book Knight takes the top is that Book Knight is more of an X-factor player. They play very similar styles. They're both very good scorers. They're both not great on defense, even though Moody is a little better. Um, they both kind of play that style of, all right, get me the ball, I'll score, try to get my team to win. They really both play that style. And the reason why I think the Wizards wouldn't take, uh, by the way, Moody or Booknight is just like, okay, 
We have that guy already with Bradley Beal. That's just getting the ball and he'll score. We already have that. Maybe you want to go with a different style in this year's draft and go with a guy that's maybe more well-rounded and, uh, and like, I don't know, just any other player, like a forward or somebody different, even a guard, just different. Like, you know, like, Davion Mitchell, he probably, I'll say there's a point, I'll say there's a 1% chance he's available at the number 15 pick. But he would, that's what I mean. Like, he's a guard, but he plays a completely different style, pass first style. He's not getting the ball, score, you know, a totally different style. But that, because that may be a reason why the Wizards might not take one of these guys because they, um, they're both like, I don't know, they're both kind of playing the same style of players that they already have. So maybe they won't go in this direction, but I still really like Moses Moody in his draft. I love guys. I feel like you could just rely on and the Wizards need that. And we'll get into this a lot. This will really be the main part of the episode. The Wizards can't go with a project player, a guy that, I don't know, will take forever to develop. They need to go with a guy that is ready to play right now. Because, and I've heard multiple takes on this, the Wizards need to go all in right now. They're never going to have talent of Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and a bunch of young players that are promising and good on both sides of the ball. They're not going to get that with, 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 with rebuilding, is what I'm trying to say. So, now that you have that, let's build around it. And that's why I think I love Moody and Book Knight for the draft of the Wizards because, I don't know, it just, there's just options to which can go. And that's good. They, they need that. They need to show that they can go, like, basically all in on a team. And if they could do that, I mean, that would be huge because they're going all in on this team, in my, in my opinion. I mean, Tommy Shepard said right after the Wizards got eliminated that he be willing to pay luxury tax bill um or technically the owner who said they were talking it over they'd be fine paying the luxury tax bill uh, to improve the seat so they want to go all in and book Knight and moody are two players that can help the Wizards go all in right now and help them win right now so in reality those are win right now type players so um I can easily go with them. I love Moody for his scoring. I love him for his intensity. I love Moody you know, when he plays for just the way he approaches the game. I feel like he has a good attitude. He's a leader. Uh, led Arkansas to an, uh, I believe it was an Elite Eight appearance. So he's honestly, he, he's a very, very good player. But I think he honestly compares to James Booknight. But I think, again, the reason why Booknight ranks higher is because he's more of an X factor. But if both of them were available, I would predict the winners would take Moody. I don't. I wouldn't do that. I would pick Booknight just because I've always been more of a Booknight guy, like a style a little bit more. But if the Wizards, they would probably take Moody over Booknight if they're both available. If they're both available. And before we go on to use Garuba, I'd just like to mention that. It's realistic for these guys that they drafted. The Ringers, uh, Kevin O'Banner, I believe that's what his name is. He had uh, Moses Moody going 15 to the Wizards. Uh, his NBA mock draft is the most recent one. And the most recent CBS Sports mock draft, uh, I forgot who wrote it. He had um, James Booknight going at number 15 to the Washington Wizards. So this is not an unrealistic thing. And 
maybe just kind of think about it from a standpoint of right which went now they're going to be realistic picks but we're going to have to wait and see for that because if they're going to take a player like that like one of those two they're going to go completely different like they're not going to go with a guy that has that same style we'll get into that in a little bit but now that we've already talked about so much i don't know just in general about just james booknight and moses moody i think it would be a good idea to talk about Usman Garuba. And here's the thing with Garuba. He is not a good offensive player. He is not. That's not the reason why he is going to get drafted this year. The reason why he's going to get drafted this year is because of his defense. It's because of his defense. He is going to be a guy that and there's going to be a guy that will lock down for you if he ends up going out well. But here's the reason why Garuba should not, or the Wizards should not take Usman Garuba. It is because they tr- it's just truly not the right pick. During an international age, I mean, he's played literally everywhere. He's played a lot of different leagues. And the highest points of gaming average is 5.6. While doing that, he was decently efficient, but not efficient from the free throw line at all. And, I don't know. He's just a, again, he's a really project player. He got away a while, and he might not even pan out. He's either going to be a guy that will get you eight points per game and an all-defensive type player in his career and be an X-factor, or he'll be the guy that averages two points per game and is out of the league in in a couple of seasons. He's not going to be... Anywhere in the middle, he's going to be one of the, uh, one of, uh, one of those. Like he's not going to be right in the middle. He's going to be one of the two. So, I think the Wizards should not go with him. You can't take that big of a risk. The thing with Moody or Booknight is, even if they don't pan out to be what they could eventually be, they are still going to get the job done. I feel like they're still going to be able to score the ball well. Usually, they're still going to be able to kind of be a guy if you need a bucket uh, in their prime. You can get it to them. He'll score. I mean, honestly, I just think they'll look, even if they're not that great, they'll still be an NBA team. They'll still be an impactful player. Well, Garuba, if he's not really that good in the NBA, then I don't think he'll be an impactful player. He'll just be a guy, I believe, going back to international and playing basketball there. So that's what I think about him. And it's just that with, at number 15, if you have guys like Moses Moody available, if you have guys like I don't know. If you have guys like James Booknight, uh, Colton Kisper, possibly, uh, there's just so many other guys. If you have those guys available, I think it's weird to take Guru I'm just going to say, I think it's a little weird because I think that they can go with players that they can trust for. Even if you want to go with a big man, Ty Jones is an example. So I think you find Garuba can be good in the NBA. But he's too risky of a player. The fact that the Wizards have the talent right now, they can't go with the guy with their only pick in this year's draft, unless they trade for a second round pick. They can't go with the guy for their only pick in this year's draft to not pan out. Because I'll say it, the Wizards have had a history of, I don't know, not getting the best guys in the draft. They drafted, I know they drafted like John Wall and Riley Hill. Those were two good picks. But they have never really panned out in the draft. They drafted Kwame Brown as one of the 
we're, um, any news signs, no need for a while, but they consider him the Boston number one overall pick. So the Wizards have just had a history of maybe not taking the right players and going with a guy like Garuba with that kind of pick. So I think that um, they shouldn't take him. He's a project player. He's a uh, he's kind of a, it's kind of like a winner go home. Like you're gonna win with him, or he's gonna go home and you're not gonna win with him. You know, it's not one or the other. You know, but uh, it's only one of the two, and he's not gonna be in the middle. So and I've said that a lot now, but it, it's true about him. He's not that guy that will kind of do that. You know, it's just not him. And I think that that's it. I mean, the Wizards and a player that they could take, and they're probably they could chase for bring forward depth. He's a good defender. He can pan out to be a good offensive player. He played internationally against veterans. I get all of that. But if you have a guy like Chris Duarte available who could score the ball well, was at a good school this year to score the ball well, let Oregon into a sweet 16 appearance, be in Luca Garza uh, and Iowa in the round of 32, which was a big upset. Um, but... The fact that they did that went all the way to the Sweet 16. Duarte showed that he could be great. He averaged around 17, 6, and 5, I believe, uh, with Oregon. He's a well-rounded player and run chemistry with decent defense. That's another thing. Uh, the Wizards, they don't just need defense, they need chemistry. Their chemistry was on and off last year. If they could get a guy that had good chemistry with the team, that would be huge. And I was talking with my friend Matthew today, and he was basically saying how much he likes Duarte at 15, how much of a fit he thinks he'll fit with the Wizards. And he's a big Wizards fan too. So he understands how, what they need, and he thinks Duarte would be the right pick there uh, as well. I, I don't think Duarte would be the right pick, but I have to say, with a guy like him available, will most likely be available. If you have him available uh, compared to Garuba, I'd definitely take. Um, Duarte over him for the wizard situation, you know. But and then we're gonna and then here's the thing with another uh, um, international player, Alfred Sibley. Here's the thing with him and with Garuba. If the wizards aren't, if the wizards are gonna go all in, I don't think we're gonna take a big. And I know it sounds crazy to say they need a big. Do they? I mean, really, do they need a big? I mean, they got Thomas Ryan coming back, who had a career year before getting injured. Daniel Gafford significantly improved to uh, be one of the reasons why the Wizards were able to make it to the playoffs during that second half run that they made. Um, and he was the reason why Russell Westbrook started to play his game was because of Gafford. And then whether they get a center or a free agency will probably be pretty decent, or if they bring back Lopez or Ryan, he could be both very good. Third set options, and then at forward, power forward, you have a reaction more, and probably Dallas Breton, unless they trade him, and then they can get another like small forward, like Kisper, if he's available somehow, with number 15. I don't understand the need to draft a big. I, if there's a great big available, then yes, take it. But I don't think there's a lot of great bigs in this year's draft, so I wouldn't take a big. If you're going to take one, I mean, you could take Kai Jones at and then Luruba too. I was just thinking of that, but. I think in general, though, the thing with Shingun is he's a project player, right? I mean, he's not like Garuba where he can go on and off. Like, he can be in the middle. He's just a decent guy on a team for a lot of years, always making an impact as a center. But he can be that. He could also be bad. He could also be good. You know, he's going to be on stages. But I think the thing with Shingun is that 
the Wizards will get so young when drafting him at the at the big. Basically, they'd have Bertans and Hachi more power forward. They're both pretty young. And then you'd have the three young centers of Gaff, Bryant, and Sagoon. I think, personally, they should get younger more at the guard or the small forward spot. I guess not small forward spot, they got Danny, but at least at the guard spot. And it kind of, I don't know, kind of get some younger experience and some youth there instead of putting youth in a place where they already have youth. But I just don't think Sangoon would be a right fit. I really like Sangoon in this year's draft. His outside shot is decent. He can, he's one of the best offensive centers uh, in the draft. And he's one of the best centers in the draft, too. Um, his defense, on and off. I'll say that. Definitely on and off. He could be a player that uh, teams could use and could be valuable. But I don't think he's valuable enough to, I don't know. Take it to the promised land, if that makes sense for the Wizards. And a lot of these guys I'm talking about, Garuba, Sangoon, they don't fit with the Wizards. It's not that they're bad players, I like them as players, they don't fit with the Wizards. So that's all I'll say about that. This is a really weird episode, because I feel like we kind of went everywhere. Tell me what you guys think of that. Did you guys like that? Did you guys didn't like that? I don't know, we kind of went everywhere today. But we'll just be talking about a lot of the NBA draft. It's on the 29th. And before I do forget, I'll be back with this episode. Today is the one month anniversary of Biz Talk with Chase. Um, yeah, they started it uh, June uh, 21st at um, 7 o'clock. And posted to Spotify. And we just talked about Scott Brooks leaving. We talked about what the podcast would be about. We talked about Bradley Bill joining Team USA. And now look where we've come. We've got a lot of subscribers. We're on the road to 210 views. We got 169 now, but this is honestly great. It's uh, just great to see, uh, to kind of, I don't know, I don't know, just kind of see this right now, how much we've grown in just one month, and hopefully we do even better in this next upcoming month. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode, and the last month, the first month of Wiz Talk with Chase, and if you are new, please subscribe, follow, share. And you, you can't forget that part because I'm trying to attend by August 10th. And I will see you next time. Peace.